I know everyone has memories of cracking open some wonderful pistachios. I used to always throw a bag of the classic roasted, salted, wonderful pistachios in the cart when I was grocery shopping growing up. And I remember always having a bowl going in the kitchen while cracking them open. Roasted salted is still my classic, but recently I've been trying all the flavors. And I must say, even though I love in-shell pistachios for the activity of cracking them open, Wonderful Pistachios, no shell, salt and vinegar might just be my new favorite. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. There's six grams of protein per one ounce serving. That's packing a protein punch. Chili roasted, honey roasted, sea salt and pepper, jalapeno lime. There are so many flavors to try out and Wonderful Pistachios has become one of my favorite snacks recently. I need my snacks to be a good source of protein and I love when I can eat snacks with my hands. It's easy, it's fun, what more can you ask for? I also really like using the no-shell pistachios from Wonderful Pistachios to put on salads or rice bowls. Spring and summer salads are going to be so good. I can't wait to add the jalapeno lime ones to a fresh salad. And I've been using the chili roasted flavor on top of rice bowls recently. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more and find out where you can get wonderful pistachios near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Girls with Goals with your hosts, St. Catherine and Caroline. Today, we are coming to you live from a freezing cold, freezing cold, freezing apartment. Freezing cold, freezing cold. Our heat <laughs> bill was just astronomical okay 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 okay, last time our maintenance man i feel like we've talked about them here before but it just doesn't seem to want to maintenance the the apartment and i'm not about to get my tools out right and because i would break it more nor do i have tools so picture this october 18th he texts me and goes your window replacement parts will be arriving today and i go that's amazing and so he had me move my bed. Like, what was wrong with your window? Oh, oh, like, my window shut, doesn't so it's fully always shut. cracked open. And then our, that's a recipe for cold. That's a recipe for cold. No, my window in my bedroom, if you lift it up, it just slams down and will chop your finger off. And the window in the like kitchen living room area is just there's always gap at the bottom, which is fine for the summer, but it's now January. Right. And anyway, he came a couple times to fix them, and they'd like. They put my window back on once, and it was crooked. So now my bedroom window has a gap in it, and it was, like, quite literally 45-degree angle in the window, so I don't know how it fit. But finally, they got fixed. And last month, December, our heating bill was $200 for this tiny little Which was, like, doubled from what it was before. Which is doubled from what it was before. doubled because... Suddenly, Boston got freezing. November, it was $100. And we're, like, losing heat out of the windows. So. December, it was $200. And then yeah. over the summer, it's, like, nothing because we don't use the heat. Yeah. So but, I guess we're, like, trying to keep the heat low right now because I, I am shivering. I'm shivering. I'm shivering. Oh, the point of the story is that the windows are now fixed, um, but... It's still cold. It's still cold in here because I turned the heat down. I think I turned it down because no one was here last night. Oh. And so I was like, let's just... 
save some coins there. Anyways, I hope each and every one of you listening is just a little bit warmer than I am right now. A little bit more comfortable. Mm, I, I would not say that I'm uncomfortable. I was going to say that I actually feel quite comfortable and cozy the past couple of days. Okay. I'm just a little bit cold. But otherwise, like, I'm just, I'm feeling cozy. Cozy is the best way to describe it. Just like, mm-hmm. I would say, like. She's working from home now. Internally so warm. You know, like, even though I'm physically cold, I just feel kind of warm and fuzzy. I think working from home <laughs> is so nice for you. Like, that's so warm and cozy and fun. Because I have to... S- we'll see how it goes when my actual, actual work starts. I don't know how, it, like, what it's going to really be. Like, I really am not sure mm-hmm. what I'm getting into. Anyway, so the high of the week, I guess, would be... Um, so we're both, you know, we go to Northeastern, which means part of our curriculum is instead of classes for a semester, six months, we are doing, like, full-time internships. So it's... We're basically all, every, every Northeastern student is just out and about working nine to five. And that's what we're on right now because we do ours in the spring, both of us. So I'm doing like performance marketing at a company in Seaport of Boston, which is, and I'm there four days a week in person. And it's been one week and I love my job. I love the people I'm working with. It's been so much fun and like such a good experience so far. But I will say going into the office four days a week as much fun as it feels living a real life because no one's done that in a few years it's a lot it'll take a toll on you it really will yeah really really will (laughs) especially your first week doing that like figuring out your routine especially like you've been doing an earlier morning gym routine consistently before that Mm -hmm. right I've always done or like similar similar timing because I've been going to the gym in the morning but I when I was in classes I would get up at the same time I guess not quite as go to my class and a little bit a little bit later but still like same finally Mm. early time but when I was in classes I like come home during the day I can do podcast work during the day you know you see the sun you go outside during the day doesn't your office have like some sun access some windows isn't it windows there's some windows well it's it's like all windows it's like an office building but and there's like a roof but it's cold outside so I'm not gonna and there's like a roof yeah yeah, yeah. no, a it's, a, it's a very nice office. Oh, you mean like a roof deck? There's a roof deck. Oh, I thought you were but saying like cold. there was a roof on the building, like obviously. No, no, it's cold outside. <laughs> um, yeah. But so basically my new routine is wake up at the actual crack of dawn and scoot on over to the gym, which is about a 20 minute walk away, which is totally fine. Like that's a normal, a good, quick and easy walk. It's just that you forget how much 20 minutes takes. Mm. And so then I've been having to wake up a little bit earlier than I necessarily thought, do my workout, have a time, and then get ready and go to work. And luckily, my gym is, like, connected to the um, train that I take to work, which is kind of nice. And then I have about a 20-minute walk from the train, the last train. Because I could connect and do a whole little, like, three trains and a bus action to get closer to the office. But I would rather just take one train than do a little walk because it's a it's a nice walk so that's what I've been doing and then I work come home but pretty much like you you leave the house when it's dark you come home when it's dark and I'm not going outside and doing life tasks during the day so that's kind of irritating well except for the other day what happened the other day when you left the office for a life oh yeah yeah (laughs) I left the on my lunch break I went and walked over and got a lip flip (laughs) 
which is um, Botox in your upper lip. Because when I smile, I like don't have an upper lip. And just naturally, I don't have an upper lip, but I do have a lot of lip going on there. So I just gave a little flip. It hasn't kicked in yet. It's, it's really exciting because she it's had really this exciting. appointment a few days ago, but it doesn't like her it lip. Takes her like lip a week won't to start flip. Working. Her lip won't flip yet. Well, no, which like is so week. interesting. Like, why? Like, how does that happen? All of a sudden, it's just it going to start doing it. It like relaxes the muscle. Oh. And so it. So it's not it's like it's not lip second. filler. It or like an injection in no, that no, no. way. It it's literally just filler. relaxes the lip. Yeah. So that it, oh. it, it's because your lip is a muscle. Oh. So Botox and neurotoxin relaxes. Huh. The little muscle. The little huh, so huh. it's not filler. It doesn't give any volume. It just like makes it so that when I smile, mm. my lip exists rather than. I just can't under. wait. Like I I I just cannot yeah, wait for it to start we, flipping. We're all excited. We're all excited over here. One of our friends, her. Um, relative actually works at the um, med spot that I went to and she used to work there I think over the summer or something she was the front desk and so she knows everything about about it and so we're all like waiting I'm antsy now we're just waiting time is ticking so you're high good work week like st- like starting yeah, the first yeah, week yeah. on the job, and for the most part it's positive it's just like the tiredness for sure oh but yeah I there's no like there's with, no actual like, negative I'm just like tired um, but I've been, it's kind of a, it's like a startup. It's mm. been going, it's doing well. But so the energy is like good and fun. And Caroline is working for a more, like a more historical like a company. Historical? Like, like established, like very, it's very, very well around. established. Yeah. Around. I'm doing more like a consulting company. Um, and my job, I just started like, also this same week but so much orientation that I I really haven't started my actual role yet there's a lot of orienting like getting to know the company connecting and honestly it's great like the people have been so positive so kind so like welcoming I really feel like I'm gonna be comfortable and learn a lot and like meet great great people that I'm able to work with but I'm just not exactly sure what the routine or what the exact tasks of my actual job are going to be yet (laughs) because then the orientation into kind of my actual role is going to be later next week. I just don't get why you guys are taking like two weeks. It's It's a six-month role. It's a six-month role. Why are you taking half the time to orient yourself? Okay, that's what I thought at first, but genuinely I think that it's giving all of us such a good baseline because you know how sometimes – like, you could do something for six months, or I guess this is how I function a little bit. Like, I would always be, like, in, like, math class or something. Say I'm in calculus. Like, if I understand, like, if you first teach me the overall, what is this? Why are we doing it? Then I'm going to get all of the intricate. Then I'm going to, like, understand all the intricate, intricate things and processes <laughs> and stuff. Versus if I don't have that, like, overview, that introduction then I get so lost and I'm just going through the motions of things. So I feel like this is giving like such a good baseline that we're all going to get in and like be powerhouses. You know, like I just, I, I do actually think it's a really positive thing. But all that to say that I've been just having like Zoom orientation days. It's really funny. Lots to of watch. breakout rooms, lots Anna of things. And I were laughing like the other night because I was working from home on Friday and our roommate was home in between classes. And Caroline was sitting, learning how to learning how to like 
make a PowerPoint. Well, we weren't learning how to make a PowerPoint. We and were we going like, through, yeah. like, special PowerPoint features and stuff that they have, which is so cool, honestly. They have, like, <laughs> a ton of, like, PowerPoint templates and stuff that, like, like a huge database of things. Yeah. Like, it's it's cool. Like, it's I, I'm quite excited, honestly, Mm-mm-mm. to, like, have all of the network and the people and all of that and, like, start my actual job and hopefully do really good work. Okay, so the high the week, good good work week, good, like, did a lot week. I felt like it was a good gym week for me, too, because if I'm up, like, I love morning gym. If I'm awake and active at the crack of dawn, like, it's so fun for me. I love it. I'm going to do my thing. I've been steam rooming for five minutes before I shower in the morning. So nice. Oh, yeah, that's so really fun. nice. It's so really nice. Um, and then another high of the week is we just went grocery shopping one of our friends has her car here in Boston, so we took a trip to the Good Trader Joe's and loaded up the car. I'd never been there. Oh. You've been there before? Yeah. When? Just, if you're walking by, you walk in and no, take a No, because you don't, like, it's far. You don't just walk by. I have I have phases where, like, we'll walk, walk wow. to Seaport, walk around. Would you buy things there and then walk all the way back with them, though? I would never. Oh, so you just perused? If you just peruse, or if you, oh, like. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. If you're just there. Okay, and you can tee your Uber home. Oh, okay, okay. Anyway, it's a, it's gigantic. It's like six times the size of the Trader Joe's that's closest to us, which is probably the smallest grocery store in the history of the world. But that was fun, and we all dropped a horrendous amount of money. Well, I wouldn't say horrendous. I wouldn't say because, like I was saying like in the vibe of twenty twenty three, like this was a great first grocery shop back where I'm sticking to what I said, and I have not what shopped at Whole Foods, um, and I've. I went to Trader Joe's because what I, I Whole purchased Foods once, but I got felt like a lot of money, but it would have been doubled out at Whole Foods, so. And I feel like I had more highs of the week, but. Well, I, I agree with the gym thing. I felt really good about my gym routine this week, especially since the week before I was all um, sick, and so I this was like my first week back, and it felt pretty strong. Mm-hmm. Pretty excited about that. My low of the week is that I'm tired. Like I, on Friday night, it was 8 p.m. I went to go to sleep. And I ended up staying up at home, but like people came over and I stayed up until like a solid 1 a.m. And so then I was real tired yesterday. And then I think I went to sleep at like 11 last night, so that's totally fine. But I slept so late in because I was like, this is my one day to sleep in. Every time I wake up, I'm just going to make myself go back to sleep. And then I got up at 10, maybe went for a run, did a little Trader Joe's trip, Rue. Put the groceries away, cleaned up a little. And here we are. Here we are. Mm-hmm. 3.41 p.m. on a Sunday afternoon. Yeah. I would say if there's one thing for a low, because I don't like, I don't really have like a low low this week, but I would say the past few nights I haven't gotten as much sleep as I should have as well. So that would definitely be a goal, get more sleep, and also I feel like a goal to... You You said that your goal was going to be to do more at night, and I kind of feel similar about that too. How did you know too. that? Because you wrote it down in the note oh. when I saw it. <laughs> but I think like, mine I is, say that like, going to be similar to that as well. Well, because I've just been, like, well, I've also been getting home way late because it takes me an hour to get home because... Commute. God forbid the train is working ever. I did Uber the other night because I stayed way too late and I just couldn't fathom walking home or standing on a train. Um... But doing more at night, I mean, some people have come over a few nights, but I feel like everyone's getting started, and we have a few 
a few dinners planned. Yeah, I think this week, week which will is be always good fun. About like it. I love having dinners during the week. Like yeah, I eat it up. Yeah. Um. So that's fun. And then I think I have a um like a gym session thing on Thursday. So then I'll have that to do. And I'm thinking I'll go to the gym in the morning on Thursday as usual. But then after my little session, it's like a a, PT a body scan type of thing. Um, which is super fun. It's, like, complimentary at our gym. And, but then I'm going to be, like, I'll stay after, do a little, like, steam room moment. Just, mm. just vibe. Just Relaxing you know. Thursday night. Relaxing Thursday night. Sounds good. So, yeah, do more is my goal. Like, do more at night and function at night a little bit better. Because I've just been tie tie. Which is nice that people come over. Because Sometimes, I get yeah, to see them. I, like, like, a when, Wednesday, people came over. Thursday, people came over. So that's that. Did you have a goal? Oh, it was the same. It was pretty much the same. I want to be like, like social evenings or activity <laughs> evenings. Social evenings. Okay, so we've talked about relationships a bit in our episodes in the past. I feel like it comes up quite often, whether it's like the topic or I feel like it would just comes up. Yeah, because I don't know if we've ever had a dedicated episode. Maybe not. About any sort of relationships. But, but it but just it kind of weaves its way yeah. into things. It's like the it's living so differently than people. That's a relationship-focused yeah, yeah, yeah. episode. Blah, yeah. blah, blah. I feel like a lot of them, the core of them are relationship, even though it's if it's not explicitly stated. But I do always think it's such an interesting concept. Both you guys know how I think of relationships. I think of the word relationship. The first thing in my head is a platonic relationship. Like, like your, relations your relationships with anyone. Are relationships with anyone. Romantic, family, work, whatever it may be somebody did dming happen today i saw a saying can you guys do an episode on romantic relationships which i think would be super interesting as well but i feel like we'll like maybe that we'll touch on it a little bit today but today is a bit more like overall relationships probably more of a friendship concept yeah i think this is more of geared towards friendship because but that's where you see the most variation i guess or i get family as well but i've always wanted to talk about like in terms of romantic relationships like having your own independence in them, like, the concept of, like, healthy relationships and stuff like that. It's just, like, I need more... I don't know if I have that much bulk to, like, share with you guys. It might be, like, a short episode for me. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if we're there yet. (laughs) Okay. Um, But also, what we're going to talk about today is the purpose of those relationships. So, again, specifically focusing on maybe platonic friendship relationships because they can be so varied. So varied in so the varied. type of purpose that yeah. a friendship may serve. I have felt for like a majority of my life and a majority like of friendships, and I feel like in Captain feels the same way because we talk about this a lot. Like I often feel like I'm the one like reaching out. I'm the one like making more effort and stuff. And I know that that's not always the case, and I know that you feel that a lot more. Like when you're observing yourself versus like the reciprocity like versus the other side of it (laughs) reciprocity but I guess I've just always had these feelings that like not all of my friendships are like all that strong or all that reciprocated or just the feeling that like people always have other better people Mm -hmm. I think that's always what it's kind of been and for the most part that's always been like kind of a negative thing for me and always thinking that like relationships and friendships are falling short and that I'm not like other people's number one or like 
other people's top five. I don't mm-hmm. know. You know, like the Taylor Swift song. I forget one of her recent songs. She's like, if you're not even <laughs> in their top five. Today, our roommate was talking about her birthday because it's coming up and her birthday party. And I was like, am I going? And she's like, yeah. We, like, we, we've been talking about this yeah. for weeks. I and think I sometimes like, in Catherine and I get in our heads a lot because like, of experiences well, in the past where we always, like, I, maybe it is, like, little, like, PTSD, like, trauma things where, like, I just feel like at any second, like, someone could drop me or could care less. No, like, and then I said to her after we're, put, we're packing our groceries away and I was like, you know, I'm really glad I was invited to your birthday party. She's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> You've been invited. But I was like, well, you know what? Sometimes I haven't been invited to people's birthday parties. Yeah. It's so true. And I just thought that was so yeah. funny. But the shift of the perspective, I think, one that I'm trying to work on, and it's, like, so difficult, but I think it's, like, a really healthy way to look at things and a way to almost make it, like, more just I'm taking what I want, I'm focusing on the good of, like, what's positive for me is, like, not expecting every single person to be perfect not expecting every single relationship to be a best friendship because that's so not realistic and there are so many good things that you can get out of every relationship if you take them as they are and obviously like put you want to put effort into them being great and obviously you always want it to be with people who treat you well and who you can treat well but different relationships can exist for different reasons different relationships can exist at different levels and you can take positive things from any of those and that's something that I am trying to do a little bit more because it makes your life a lot better when you can just take those good things from every relationship instead of like glass half empty being like oh none of these are my absolute best friends so then it has to be nothing you know Mm -hmm. I don't know if you get these on TikTok or Pinterest or wherever but the little line drawings of the types of relationships, I eat them up. If oh, like, like the, it'll, like, how they change. There's, like, like two, there's, like, lines two, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's the two lines, and they, like, go, and maybe yeah. they're, like, wavy, and they, like, cross, and then it's, like, yeah, you know what I mean? If it was a, an, if it looked like an X, and then the arrows go, it was, like, I don't know. Yeah, it'll be, like, or childhood, best friend, so and with a dog, with your dog, you it's, back. like, your Aww. line. Mm. And then there's, like, the parent ones, how there's, like, a gap, yeah. and then it comes back together. But So if you know what we're talking about, then you're going to get this. If you have no idea, if you've never seen that, I'm so sorry. I can't explain it any better than that. But I always think that's cool. Like, I love conceptualizing relationships, and I def overthink them. Like I said, me asking my roommate yeah. if I was invited to her birthday party. Um, I almost think it's, like, this <laughs> polar thing in my head where I'm, like, I I have, like, a great conversation or a really fun time with someone. And I'm like, oh, my God, they're so great. We're, like, best friends. And then the second I feel like I, like, don't have that mm-hmm. attention or I don't have that, like, reciprocation, then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, they must hate me. You know? And I'm trying to get better at just being, like, no, like, it just – it is what it is and nothing is 100%, like, all the time, you know? It doesn't mean that it's, like, 100 or zero. Like, mm-hmm. we can just chill. <laughs> But I, I tried to make a list of those, like, different types of people. And so with all of these, I'm talking about healthy relationships. We can talk about how it manifests in an unhealthy relationship maybe later on. But some different types of people to start thinking of. And again, this is just off the top of my head. There's obviously a million more and a million more that would, you know, fit your personal friendships and relationships that may not be listed out here but types people like your best friend 
your number one. That's the hardest type of. Vibe. I feel like some people have just like best friends from like birth or life, and then some people don't. And when you're mm-hmm. in that situation, it's hard to like find that and build that when it doesn't just come or like you have best friends and then all of a sudden you're not anymore and then you don't have that anymore which friendship breakups is another episode that we want to do in the future Mm -hmm. because that's just a whole interesting concept in itself and something we've definitely gone through and then there's like social friends you know friends that you only ever see out or only ever see when you're going out work friends you know I feel like even in school, school you have friends. like your school friends, like people who right. you, ever, you love like, having classes like with, you maybe school... study with, or you have so much fun in class, mm-hmm. but it it's not really outside of that. Like picture a high school science class. Right. The group of people that, is, that were in, you know, and it's like you would never hang out outside of school, but in that class, you just, you had a ball. It was so fun. Yeah. Or I mean, and even like some college that. classes like that. Oh, yeah, you just like have college. your little group there. And maybe there are some people that you see outside, but like the mm-hmm. whole group just like comes together in that class. It's kind of funny in college when you have those because then the class just ends and you're like, I know what? There was this one kid or this one class was negotiating and some of my really good friends were in it and like some of their friends were in it and it was just a good class. And I like no connection with some of the other kids, but we'd all sit together and it was just so fun. We like I don't even know these kids' names, some of them, and but we just got along so well and had so much fun in this class. And then it ended, and I'm like, we're never gonna see each other again. That's so funny. I would say I honestly, in the past, have never made great friends in classes like that have lasted outside of it. And I don't know what that is for me. Like, I feel like if I like meet someone in a class and I'm friends with them, then it almost like it can be like awkward sometimes to like take it outside of that and like get coffee or something well, like then that. You, but yeah. I did this past semester, like for the first time, I made a friend in one of my classes that I think will actually be my like my friend outside of class when we find out outside of that. But like otherwise I like haven't done that. I feel like school friends have sometimes like stayed in that bubble of school friends. Mm-hmm. Do you want to learn a new language? Maybe for an upcoming trip, maybe to better connect with friends who speak other languages, maybe you just want a new skill. Rosetta Stone is going to help get you there. When talking about Rosetta Stone, I always think about when we were maybe five years old and our dad started traveling to China for work. He used Rosetta Stone for Mandarin and obviously Carolyn and I would use it too, especially when we found out that we were going to move to Asia. That is such a core memory for me and I can so vividly remember speaking into the computer listening to the audio and like matching it so vividly and the best thing about rosetta stone is that rosetta stone offers a lifetime membership so you can buy the program now and get forever access to all the lessons all the languages forever so i've been using this lifetime membership to pick back up my mandarin and let me tell you rosetta stone is incredible the way that it is so immersive has me back to being confident in my mandarin so quickly and you can even start from scratch of course they have 25 languages to learn and it's immersive you learn it naturally and you should definitely check it out don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Girls with Goals listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. When you have big goals in a busy schedule, like all Girls with Goals listeners do, because that is exactly why we are here, it can be so difficult to actually find time for wellness 
Even though it's a core value for all of us, small wellness habits can easily be buried by everything we have going on. This is why we have Fleur Marche. Fleur Marche delivers simple, quality, affordable wellness solutions for life's daily challenges. It's founded by women and inspired by the female dreamers, hustlers, and activists on the front lines of change, and their mission is to help you feel 100% every single day with fun and easy-to-understand plant-powered wellness products. Carolyn and I have both been using the Fleur Marche Botanical Wellness Patches and have really, really enjoyed them because they're so easy and honestly so cool. They're different than a lot of the products I've used in the past for sleep, relaxation, focus, and relief, which are just some of the patches that Fleur Marche offers. Because they're both effective and fun, I think that's why I've been more intentional about well this wellness habit with Fleur Marche because I actually enjoy using the patches. So go check out all the patches and all the products that Fleur Marche has for you and try them for yourself. Find your new wellness essentials at fleurmarche.com and get special discount just for our listeners. Get 20% off your first order site-wide with the promo code GOALS at checkout. Go to f-l-e-u-r-m-a-r-c-h-e.com and use code GOALS for 20% off your first order. Then there's like emotional support friends if they need to talk about something or you need to talk about something you know that there's someone that you're going to call or text and it may not be your best friend um catch up friends like the monthly or annual it feels like coffee chat or like lunch with a friend and you just like catch up on everything because you're not involved in each other's lives but you're like the the kind of outside friends you know what I mean and that's great that's perfect that has its purpose it's lovely I think the thing with catch-up friends like it's hard when like I've had experiences before where someone has like been my best friend and then all of a sudden I feel like I'm being put in the catch-up friend category yeah that's where suddenly I feel like I'm yeah where suddenly I'm like I feel like I'm not actually in the plot of their lives I'm who they go to outside of their life to like just dump all of those other thoughts and feelings and drama and whatever and that is when I think it can hurt and it can feel imbalanced when you're like not wanting to be just a catch-up friend like you want to actually be part of somebody's life however there is also a place for those catch-up friends where like your regular lives are just in different places on different trajectories Mm -hmm. and whatever that is and maybe you don't see each other all the time like And Catherine and I, growing up in Hong Kong, we have a lot of friends from middle school who some of them are, like, some of the best people in the world, in my opinion. And if we lived in the same places, would be my absolute best friends, I would hope. But we literally live in different countries and we could go years without physically seeing each other, months without being in any contact. But... Mm-hmm. it's, like, so, so good when you do get to catch up with those people. It's definitely, I feel like we've always had those people, and maybe that's not a universal thing, because if you've, we've made those friends because we we've moved around elsewhere, a bit, yeah. and now they live elsewhere, and so now people are just kind of spread out, but if you had, like, if you didn't move around yeah. a lot, then maybe you wouldn't have those friends or those types of people in your life, but I think we've always kind of had those. Even in high school, we would we would dip for a moment and go visit friends. And I i don't know. I like those friends where it's, you live your life and then when you're together, you're like really quality time. It's a blast. It's so fun. Yeah. It's good. It's like really concentrated. And I really like that because I feel like that supports my like being individual and then, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I think so that like really absolutely works for is me. a place for that. I think that really works for me, those types of relationships. But of course, you know, you want 
you want your best friend and you want your people that are like in the plot of your life where you are yeah Yeah. you need that as well um i think activity friends if you're going to do an activity like there are you some need people to have that someone you know you are know. always going to be fun to do if things with. If I wanted with. to go, like, to a karaoke bar, or if I wanted <laughs> to go bowling, like, I know exactly who I would call, and I know exactly who would be, That's good. be on this doorstep right now. They're activity friends. Would I call them to, like, go to a nice sit-down dinner? No. But would I call Perhaps. This? There can be crossover Perhaps, there because yeah, I do we have a sit-down dinner. dinner as an activity. I do. Well, yeah, so yeah, there could definitely be crossover but, but, there. But, 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 when we would, if those people that we're thinking of, if we went to a sit-down dinner with them, it would be a silly, a silly goofy time. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And like it would not, because we've gone to brunch and as a big group and it's just been hilarious. And they honestly, they might not know all of the details of your life and all no, of the other no, characters of your life but it's so fun but like you, you have a lot of fun and it's just a very like no pressure type of relationship i think that can make it kind of fun where like you can just like be a little silly do activities and stuff and, and i went to a christmas honestly, party with these sometimes people then i think like it, it's kind of special when you like then do learn kind of about each other get a right, little bit deeper I'm, after and break that's what i'm it. trying to say is i went to a christmas party with these people my activity friends and they're like they're more than activity friends i yeah, just think i just friends. think if i want to do an activity like that's who i would call but i went to i met them at their house before we went to our other friend's house for a christmas party no one told me that we were all wearing santa costumes oh, God. no one told me so now i'm there dressed normally and i'm the odd one out yeah. And they were like, no, we're going to dress you up. So I was, I wore one Aww. of my friend's, like, Christmas shirts. And we all, I don't know, it was so fun. We, like, walked over. It was, they were all, we were singing in the street. And then I missed after, this. I had already gone home for break, and I got pictures. And, like, that was, like, real FOMO for me. But, okay, but then we, like, had the Christmas party. Fun, lovely. But then after, we were back at their house. And then it turned, it was, like, 3 in the morning having a, having a nice little conversation, learning more about them. And I'm like, this is so interesting. I love this. Yeah. But activity friends. And then there are long-term friends, which are maybe like childhood friends, family friends that you see on occasion. And those yeah. are kind of catch-up friends, but in a in a different way. You know, we, over Christmas break, caught up with like a friend, literally that we've like grown up with since we were babies, but have just naturally we kind of like lost touch for the, the past few years. Yeah. Like our parents went to college together we grew up like same elementary school then in Catherine then we moved to Hong Kong but then we came back we went to the same high school we were great friends and just have not been that close while we've been in college and caught up over Christmas break and honestly it was so nice and like genuinely I'm like wow like I'm I'm really excited to be friends again and like have that relationship again so that is also a lesson like sometimes I think like, if I'm not super in touch with people and stuff, then it's, like, so automatic to think, oh, they hate me, or, like, oh, they haven't reached out, they don't want to be friends, but it's, like, okay, but sometimes you haven't reached out either, and all it takes is, like, one person to be, like, hey, let's catch up, like, would love to, and unless there was any bad blood, like, sometimes you just, the timing doesn't work out, or you have needed your own independence and all of that, and, like, you can reach back out to people. I think sometimes that's, like, a scary thing to do, but there's just no harm in trying sometimes. It can definitely bring back good relationships because that's happened before. My next type of person is 
I think it's it gives the same vibe, but people that feel really comfortable and familiar and a long term friend. To me, that's like my would family. Give you that. I would say. Or fam, that's so gushy right now. <laughs> like, Caroline, whenever she gets stressed, she texts me the other day. And she was like, I just have to tell you, like, first of all, side check. I'm her home screen. Like, it's a picture of me and my dad. I just made it's it that yesterday. It's so, so silly. It's a really fun a picture, picture in the it's summer an on the boat. Picture. I was looking for a new home screen yesterday because I wanted to give it a refresh. And I was like, huh, like, I don't really want it to be a picture of myself. You know what I mean? Like, selfie, what do you really selfie, do as a home screen? And I found this screen. picture of my dad and then Catherine in the summer. It's a good Like, picture. going out on our boat. They're both, like, laughing. And it's, like, a great, happy vibe picture. And I made it my home screen because it's just, like, Look, you need it's some nice. sun. You need some sun right now. Boston is so nasty. Yeah. It's so gross right now. I'm Anyways, really but I texted in Catherine really the other day because this is, like, honestly true. Because when I get stressed or if I get, like, down on myself or anything like that, I'm, like, I guess my first thing is that, like, I don't want anyone else that I care about to feel that way. So I, like, always texting Catherine, like, and like check in on her or I texted her the, how, or like, how, how or like texted her the other me. day and I'm like every time I get stressed like I just feel the need to tell you that I love you because I just want to make sure that you're happy and like I'm not stressed I'm I'm actively I know, happy but like but just thanks. in case like I just always like it's so kind of you, know? you. like That's it's so just fine. like it's just where where I go if I ever like don't feel that great myself. I just want to mm-hmm. make sure that no one else is feeling that way. Right. So that brings us into people that make you feel good about yourself. Mm. Maybe they don't, like, know everything about you. Maybe they're not outwardly being, like, praising you. But but it could be a friendship that is, like, really supportive and really yeah. proud of you. Or it could be someone that you just, like, leave feeling good, feeling energized, feeling... Which should be most people. Right, which should be most of these friends. That's we'll talk about that with like if it's a healthy relationship. Because there's a difference between someone being, you know, a certain type of relationship, maybe like not your best friend, or it just being a difficult, not not great relationship. So people that make you feel good about yourself. If you're happy, if you're comfortable, if you're, you know, leave feeling feeling energized, feeling more like in your own habitat. I guess. And then there are people that want to put effort in because some relationships don't don't foster effort. You know, like the catch-up friends. Sure, sure it's effort. Like, plan a thing. Go meet up. But, but it's you're not, not like, like, you're not building, actively, like, building, like, building anything. Building, you're, like, building putting, more, yeah. putting in effort. Then there are the, the side of relationships that put in it. That, like, you want to put in effort. And, you know, go the extra mile or, like, and know, I feel have like conversations. That, that and, like, always just takes, like, almost like one step or one spark of that to for someone to be like a social friend but then you maybe connect about something that's like oh I feel like we could actually have like a really good relationship here and then you build on that Mm -hmm. or something you know then there are people that make your life exciting maybe they're your activity friends maybe they're the people that make you feel good about yourself but people that just like add some spice add some energy we love that people that learn from you people that you learn from it can go both ways but if there's someone that is you know further along in a process that you Mm. somewhere you want to be you can ask them and like there it's like a mentor type of 
relationship friendship but then you can also be that for another person so there's so many different like types of people types of relationships that serve distinct purposes I guess in your life and are needed you know not everyone has to be your best friend it's not all or nothing people make up your whole social circle there's people in between similarly to the people you learn from and people who learn from you I think another super solid category is like people who are on like a similar pursuit as you like sometimes you have people who like you can go to fitness classes with like you know you have your people like a friend that you're always gonna like go to work at class with or in terms of like even like your career like with networking people who are have similar goals as you and are on similar pursuits and you can be giving each other advice and helping each other like move their way up too like some people you can you don't have to be like best friends with but it's almost that like networky kind of vibe where like you have similar goals and similar interests and so maybe you're helping I, each that other out in gives that way me, like like yes i agree wholeheartedly sometimes the networky vibe friendships really well, irk me and not but, I, but, I don't, you but know, it has to be like a genuine supportive like we just are supporting one another yeah. not like a you're just like asking for things from people all right, the time. right not that kind of thing but like I, I that's why i feel like the the fitness thing is a good example like if if you both are interested in living a healthy lifestyle and you're gonna hold each other accountable in a way or be supportive in a way by like going to classes together going to the gym together that is like that type of Mm -hmm. relationship um of course there can be like a million mm -hmm. a million more yeah so in like unique to you yeah too and obviously you don't need to categorize every single person into each specific thing but I think understanding that all of these can exist and all of these can be beneficial it really helps me to like feel like I have a lot more friends and feel like I have like a much bigger community and also be able to feel pretty positively about each of those relationships instead of looking at one and being like well they never asked me to do these things they I feel like we've never talked about anything that much deeper with this I'm like yeah but they always include me when we're at a social event and they make me feel seen there and we have a good time you know like to look at something for the positive things that are in it instead of what it may be lacking because not every single relationship has to be that 100% max and so it's nice to be able to say you know I benefit in this way and feel good in this way with this friendship Mm -hmm. and then in another way with this other one so baseline with any relationship you want to be interested in the other person you want to enjoy hanging out with them you want to enjoy the type of person that they are in your life again with all of the examples and like Caroline said you don't you don't need to be categorizing everyone in your life but just understand that people can serve unique purposes in your life people can be unique relationships in your life that's how it's supposed to be we love that but you need to enjoy the type of person that they are when it gets unhealthy an unhealthy version of any of these would be if your relationship falls into one of these categories or, you know, somewhere on the spectrum of relationships and you want it to be more or less than what it is. And that gets frustrating because I feel like you spend so much more energy trying to either build it up or fend it off. That's, you spend so much energy trying to, if there's someone who you're like, I'm perfectly happy being a catch-up friend, but you want to be best friends, that's the flip side of this and sometimes you just don't connect you don't feel like you connect 
or want a relationship further than like a catch-up friend or a social friend Mm -hmm. and that's totally fine or you don't want a relationship or friendship with someone at all and then but they want to be like the best friend the 100 percent vibe and then you have to constantly be like rechecking it or trying to fend it off when you spend more energy trying to on either side of that either build up a relationship to bump yeah. it up because or- often you're the one who's feels like you're making more of the effort and then to a certain point or I guess in some way you're like okay I don't like I don't deserve to feel like I'm chasing all the time right so on either side it's unhealthy when you're spending more energy on the them trying to move where that relationship falls than on the actual mm-hmm. you know friendship relationship yeah. itself or of course if it's just you're happy with the category, you're happy with where you stand with what the relationship is, but the actual relationship itself is unhealthy or doesn't serve you, you know, in a positive way, if it's kind of building down. If you leave feeling negative, if it's draining, if it's, you know, all of those things that we we want to avoid. But I do think it's interesting to kind of think about this and conceptualize and perhaps overthink, if you will. So true. That's what we're here to do. I think that it helps you... The way that, like, we're conceptualizing this right now, I think it helps you be open to more friends and make more friends as well. Because I also have a thing, I think, where if I'm, like, in a group of girls and I think other people are closer friends than I am and stuff, like, sometimes I get uncomfortable or, like, feel like I can't totally Mm -hmm. be myself or just feel like, oh, like, you know, you always feel like you're a little bit of the outsider of the group. Like, I just, I feel that so often. But that doesn't mean that people don't want you there. That doesn't mean that you can't still have friendships with those people. It doesn't mean that those friendships can't grow and build, but I think it, it honestly helps me to, like, if I'm in a group right that, like that, sometimes it's really easy to see other people, like, having inside jokes or acting super close and almost feel like them having a relationship is, like, my lack of and then feel like I'm lacking it in that sense and make it feel like a negative where it's like that's not true because other people being friends means that like I can be friends with them too and have my own relationship with them like it it kind of helps me not look at it that way because it's just easy for me to be in a group and if other people have other things in common or other baselines of things it's easy for me to feel like the odd one out and then kind of like stick in my own little bubble and keep myself kind of there versus you know, if I can just take everything and take the positives of of whatever it is, it helps me in my own pursuits, like just kind of break out of that bubble a little bit more. You know what I don't miss at all? The vicious week before your period where you just want to crawl out of your skin, not able to keep up a routine or maintain healthy habits. Because personally, I just lose all steam. I feel down or just super off and that's why happy mammoth has been so helpful these past few months happy mammoth the company that created hormone harmony is dedicated to making women's lives easier and that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women they make no compromise when it comes to quality and it truly shows. Happy Mammoth has what you need for gut health, hormone balancing, detoxification, anti-aging, beauty, mood, clarity, sleep, and even a really comprehensive quiz that will make sure you know what products are right for you. So check out what Happy Mammoth has for you and see what you might want to try. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code GOALS at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code GOALS for 15% off today. 
If you're in college or high school and are looking to build your credit up, then the Ambition Card by College Ave is for you. This is a card that helps you safely build a positive credit history while you are in college. We talk a lot about financial literacy and making sound financial decisions. Cue literally every conversation we've had on dupes and making smart finance decisions ever. And building a solid credit history helps so much, especially when you can get ahead while you're in college. The Ambition Card helps you prepare for post-grad living with no late fees, no interest charges, and no credit check to qualify. Making payments on time will help positively impact and build your credit score. The Ambition Card is specifically designed to help you, not hurt you, and you may not realize how important building a positive credit history while in college is right now, but I promise once you've graduated and are looking into renting your own apartment, opening a new credit card, starting a business, asking for a loan for anything, car insurance, getting a new car, your credit history sticks with you and has the opportunity to get you good deals and loans in the future if it's good, which is why I think this Ambition Card is such an amazing opportunity to get ahead of building your credit and start strong. It's easy to get started. You can transfer money to your account and even set your own spending limit too. You've got money goals and the Ambition Card will help get you there. Check it out at ambitioncard.com. The Ambition Card is issued by Evolved Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Results may vary. Credit history is impacted by a number of factors. Yeah, I think I sometimes get annoyed with myself when relationships aren't all or nothing, but realizing that because, of course, I, like, I, I just said, I created this episode. I came up with the topic of this episode. Like, I know that different types of people serve different purposes in your life. And I'm realizing that when I get annoyed or frustrated when these relationships aren't all or nothing, or, you know, if they're falling in the middle, which I'm so, I don't know how to explain this, because I'm so happy with the relationships that fall in the middle and are meant to be in the middle. But I'm frustrated with the relationships that, that are, like, catch-up friends or one-off friends not your best friends when those relationships don't don't give anything like when a catch-up friend or like a social just or a social friend gives fun gives energy gives like i love hanging out with you perfectly fine i'm obviously not gonna get frustrated i'm not gonna get irritated or annoyed it's only gonna be positive feelings Mm -hmm. but when i get like negative effects from something it's when that relationship doesn't give Mm-hmm. it doesn't serve any purpose because all the relationship types that we just talked about they all give something they all serve a purpose mm-hmm. like they are what they are for a reason mm-hmm. it's such an abundance mindset to be able to like see the positives in all of those and it just shifts my perspective from being like oh i'm not friends with i'm not really friends with them I don't have that many friends if my caliber of friendship has to be 100%. Mm-hmm. Versus if I take on more of an abundant mindset with it, it makes me feel so much more fulfilled and so much happier because I'm like, oh, I am friends with them. Like, who am, you know, it, like, I don't know if everyone does this, but I, I feel like I have a very flipped perspective sometimes where I can be kind of guarded until I actually know someone. Like, sometimes I just assume that people are going to hate me or have bad intentions or anything like that like I think I can be sometimes more guarded going into things or like being in bigger groups of girls I don't know I think that that just unfortunately like is the culture sometimes and how I react to it I feel like maybe a lot of you guys feel the same way as well but instead of thinking like unless I have a hundred percent of a friendship with this person like they must not like me they must not want to be my friend having that more of an 
having more of that abundance mindset of like, no, I do have friendships with those people. They're all just at different levels. They're all just there for different reasons, but they can all be fulfilling in their own way and bring something in their own way. Like at the end of the day, it just makes you happier and makes you feel like you have more and are more content with it. It's so mature. <laughs> it's so mature. I'm so I don't know, mature. I, just, I don't know. I just think it's always fun to conceptualize relationships in your life and see how everything fits together, which is why I said in the beginning, we haven't done an actual like whole episode on relationships, I guess, until now. But I feel like it always comes up because I do think about this a lot just to see how everyone fits into your life. Mm-hmm where they fit into your life, mm. what they mean. Mm-hmm. And I definitely want to do a more specific episode on friendship breakups. I think something about romantic relationships would be really interesting too. I know forever ago we did an episode on hookup culture. So like maybe revisiting that mm-hmm. or some like breaking that down a bit or just talking more about like healthy romantic relationships versus like what the culture often like realistically is and like our different experiences and stuff, especially like in college and all of that i think is super interesting as well welcome to the double take okay so these are questions that i got from my oh my phone is gonna die no it's 11 percent. we're so fine um questions that i got from my little weekend question box every weekend unless i forget Forget. and do it on a monday (laughs) i put up a question box and just answer things so Mm. somewhere in europe you'd like to travel to (gasps) Oh, oh, oh. Santorini. Okay. Boya. Grace. Love. Yeah. Love. Gorgeous. Grace. I think absolutely Grace. However, I had this realization when I was, you know, making my little Pinterest vision board for 2023, which I still, I printed out all of the photos that I have saved and I have my book and I literally have the glue stick. I have not glued those babies down. So like it is not too late to make any sort of vision board or set new year's intentions or ever do anything like that because i still haven't glued my pictures down however in my little travel section of that i somehow was saving a ton of pictures that had the eiffel tower in it so i think that paris is on my my Mm. close next places that i want to go list because i just kept being drawn to like picnics with eiffel tower balconies with the eiffel tower in the background like all of that interesting I just need to be on a beach somewhere. I'm so... Yeah, I want a beach so bad. Like, I want a beach anywhere, not just in Europe. I just want a beach. I do not care where it is. I need to be in the warmth. I really Our, will our not family be is trying to plan, a, like, a, a long weekend beach anywhere, the most convenient like, place. Like, I like <laughs> Boston. I like New England, but I I just like myself better in when the, I'm, when the I'm the happy in, in the warmth. Mm-mm-mm. I really do. Yeah. Um, Okay, thoughts on waking up at 5 a.m. to be productive. What, okay, question. What do you mean being productive? Like, what what is productive to you? Because I'm not... I will be waking up at 5 a.m. in the morning because mm-hmm. I'm going to the gym in the morning. I'm going to wake up the second I wake up, I'm leaving for the gym. I have my bag packed. I'm ready to go. I'm walking out the door. I'm going to the gym. Perfect. I love it. It works for me. I'm not going to set my alarm and not get up in that case because... I know myself better and like I've been doing this for a while that works for me if I'm leaving the house if I were to try and wake up at 5 a.m to like clean and like stay home be in my house I wouldn't I wouldn't do it I couldn't do it that's just not 
Last semester, sometimes I would wake up quite early and work or study. But not that early. Not never not 5 a.m. for right. that. I, in high school, I woke up early, went to swim practice in the morning. All through college, I guess, I've been waking up early. Every year, it's gotten earlier. We're now at my alarm. Right now, this past week. This past <laughs> week. Because the gym is a walk away, so it's been, like, very early. Last semester was, like, a five situation and now it's like a still five situation um that works for me because if I'm leaving the house if I wasn't leaving the house it would not be helpful Mm. I wouldn't do it so my first question is when you want to wake up early why I'm so I'm in full support of you waking up early if that's what you want to do if that's what you know is helping I, I guess if the you're point waking is that up, it's not the only answer the to only productivity answer. you don't have to wake up early to be productive but i wake up early because be i like it and it can be great for me if i didn't like it i wouldn't do it it also doesn't have to be every single day like it's something where like some days like mm-hmm. like one day during the week i might really want to sleep in and then you can do that but maybe for right. the most part you can wake up early. i've made fridays are my work from home days Mm-hmm. so you'll probably I'm, sleep in i'm days. sleeping in i slept in until 8 30 i logged on at 8 30 that's nice it was incredible that's nice um what i said the yeah. other day because i was talking about how i've i was successful at going to the gym before work every day this morning was like this week i yeah every day this week i will not want to go there at 5 p.m after i'm done with work and i feel drained and i know that it's going to be crowded at 5 p.m and i want to be spending time with friends or winding down by myself or making dinner or enjoying that time like i know i will not want to go then if i go in the morning i feel so good for the rest of the day so accomplished so on my shit knowing that i've done that and also if i weren't to go in the morning i would just sleep in until my work started so by doing that in the morning I'm essentially like adding three hours to my day because I'm like creating that time that now I have all the free time in the afternoon because I went to the gym in the morning instead you know it Mm -hmm. like adds time to your day that said I go to sleep at like 9 p.m so if you're if you're not a morning person you don't have to wake up in the morning if you are a morning person and you want to wake up early wake up early there just are no rules (laughs) do your thing Okay, how do you stress with... Let me just restart there. How do you cope with stress and burnout? Take a break. Once again, do your thing. Do what you need to do. Strip it down to the bare minimum if you need. Mm. Immediate stress. A change of environment. Like, immediate, like, I'm feeling stressed and anxious in the moment. A change of environment's always helpful. If you move rooms, if you just, like, pick up your space and clean the environment, if you take a shower, if you get outside, something like that um getting off of my phone like it's so easy when you feel stressed I feel like to just reach for your phone scroll for a minute drop it pick it back up scroll for a minute drop it like so trying not to do that and replacing it with something else maybe it's like if you want to be on a screen like a scroll of Pinterest or it's picking up a book or it's just putting music on and just like sitting for a moment with that um but I think when I'm feeling stressed like a phone is like not a good thing to have around because it just makes my mind like, I don't like my phone bounce around I don't like social media i just want to vibe i just <laughs> yeah. want to live my life i just want to exist um how do you handle soreness from lifting consistently soreness isn't like an indicator of a of like oh you did a good workout you know you can have really good workouts and not be sore 
soreness comes from like oh you moved your muscle in a different way it's not really used to that it's you yeah it's usually from doing something you're not used to so once you've been doing similar things consistently mm-hmm. like you're really not going to feel significantly sore, sore often at all but, but if you switch something up you'll feel sore if you like do something if you've taken a lot of time off and yeah. you come back then you're going to feel sore but for the most part like just getting good sleep stretching like warming up with a little bit of stretching um and then a little bit of stretching right after like you're gonna be fine I also though I just ordered a new massage gun because we had one (gasps) freshman year and oh my god I would do it all the time and I loved it and like even if you don't feel sore like a foam roller you have like your muscles are tight and they like even if they don't physically feel sore like there would always be so many like just like deep knots and stuff that the massage gun would be so nice so I think I have a new one on the way been feeling really drained lately any tips to bounce back to normal energy again Hmm. I would say number one I think this is the one I think this is out of your control I think sometimes thing like you know how like I don't know sometimes you go through phases and you're like down on your energy and sometimes you go through phases and you're up on your energy I think same thing with like emotions I think part of it you're in control of and part of it you are absolutely not in control of the part that you are absolutely not in control of is if your energy is down let it be down until you're ready to pick it back up if you try to pick it back up too early it's not going to work ride it out lean into it and it'll work when it works and when you're ready you have complete control and that's when you can choose to pick up your energy and you're good to go but if you can't be in control too early you can only be in control when you're ready to be in control if that makes sense so yes, you're completely in control, and no, you are not in control at all. So riddle me that. A couple episodes, we have an episode on energy givers versus energy mm-hmm. takers. Uh, really just thinking about like what gives you energy and what is what are the things that are draining your energy, like having awareness about that. And then also we have an episode on how to get out of a funk, which is similar mm-hmm. to what Catherine was saying, that like it's about knowing that you can take the control back like when you feel ready to take the control back but sometimes it's best you just gotta gotta, like sit in the I'm feeling burnt out right now without forcing sometimes you know just Mm -hmm. for a little bit sometimes you need to let yourself feel that before you really get the motivation to pick everything back up again Mm -hmm. how do you keep from getting too stressed over all the things you do I get the things we do are gym work podcast social school media. if we're in school social media so like life life friends we exist too yeah which is like it's death a lot it adds up sure. just it's being a, a the baseline of being a human is a lot before you even add work and passions and side projects and school and no matter friends what and relationships. you are like it just adds up it, it fills up um how do you get too stressed i think the vibe of 2023 for me or just, like, life moving forward, I guess, is, like, living in the first person. I want to do my things. I want to see from my eyes. Something, you know when you get too stressed and you, like, stop seeing? <laughs> Not physically, but mentally. Maybe. Like, sight stops registering with your brain. Is that a thing? I don't know. It is for me. Not not actually. I don't go blind, obviously. Right. But I'm just like, oh, <laughs> forgot to look. So I think, I don't know, keeping, staying in the first person, doing your thing, 
taking breaks yeah. when you need. If there's, but get your shit done. If yeah. I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. Uh, but if there is something in particular that is, like, really driving your stress and you're like, if this one thing in my life did not exist, I would be able to manage and enjoy everything else so much better, like, definitely evaluate that because it is your life. And, I mean, sometimes there are cases where you can't get rid of certain things, but, like, sometimes there are cases where you can stop doing a certain thing you can offload things to take them off of your plate a little bit where are all your basic long sleeve tees from all my basic long sleeves and t-shirts i think you're talking or from ritzia the ritzia babaton contour collection is it slays it slays it is well worth i will say i will say i will say i started getting them before they popped off on the socials yeah and so so they're so great. They're so flattering. They're so comfortable. They're so versatile. I will say I wanted to try, because I also really like Abercrombie as a brand, um, the Abercrombie bodysuits as well. That's similar because the price point is a little bit lower, and I'm wearing it for the first time today, and I do prefer the material of the Aritzia one better, but the Abercrombie one I also think is a great contender, so that's also somewhere you can look. Height. I was thinking about this the other day. <laughs> five, six. Everyone and always little. asks height all the time, I'm five, and I'm six, like, I'm little, and the little count. Like, want to share that because I'm not just five what six. Does it mean? I'm five six and a tab. Okay, I would say I'm about five four and a half, five five, somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. I'm no more than Caroline. Caroline I always no thinks she's than, only I'm one no inch shorter than me. I'm no more than five five, but I am more than five four. Five four is kind of. I think I'm five. Oh, I think I'm five five, but like I'm definitely not five five and a half. Like I'm. Here's the five, thing: five is you're max. two inches shorter than me, so riddle me that. I'm five five max. If you're five five, that's not two inches shorter. Who really knows? Like I don't pay attention to that. One People always ask to, no, height no. and stuff, and I'm like, guys, like height and weight, like what does it mean to you? It's One so time irrelevant. I went to the doctor, and she told me I was five four, and like fifteen pounds less than I am. Then I like. And she comes out to me after and she was, or like she was telling me my, my measurements and she was like, oh, you lost 15 pounds. Was that intentional? And I was like, I don't think I know I for did. a fact that I think I, I did not lose 15 pounds. And she was like, oh, oops, we put the wrong numbers in. And I'm like, she oh. told me I was like 5'4 and weighed less than oh, I did. God. And I was like, you're, you're a doctor. <laughs> Please. Oops. Um, Mm-mm. oh this is the question would you ever talk about romantic relationships on the pod i know it's not the specialty but it like borderline is this like i would like for it to be the specialty because i would love to just like brain dump out with you guys i think we're in the era of like we're just talking we're just here we're just talking and i really like that and i really want that for us and i'm really excited about that so i actually do want to talk romantic relationships because i think before it's like what what would we talk about we don't really have like expertise on healthy relationships but we have experience with shit shows of things a little bit and I feel like we can conceptualize healthy relationships like no like well not necessarily but like we have experiences of like things that did not become healthy relationships like things like we have a graveyard Oh, that's so you fun. know what I mean? Like we I have a graveyard. graveyard. Like let's just tell our, stories. In the middle let's of our just living talk room. about it. Um, there's a graveyard, and so anyone who comes over, as well as us, if someone in your life is, is no, no longer, longer a romantic interest, a romantic interest in your life, they get put in the graveyard, and they get a cause of death. Such <laughs> as some of them are like too cl- clingy, too available. Some of them have like a really really wordy reasons um but it's so fun yeah and then people come over and read them and try and like guess whose was whose 
and it <laughs> yeah. just gets added to. Because there's no ownership, you know. It's just you like, like sign you let it go it. and you put it in the graveyard. You put it in the graveyard, and it's so fun. <laughs> it's really funny. I thought there was one on there the other day, and then Anna posted a picture of it, and I guess it was what um, Meg wrote, but it was a name that I thought was yours, and I got all confused. Oh, I was really all confused. I was like, I feel like there's a story that I don't know about here, mm-hmm. but anyways. We'll definitely yeah, put, three we'll definitely, the same we'll definitely put that episode um, in the calendars. And with that, thank you guys so much for listening and joining us. I mean, look, not to get all mushy, but I'm very grateful for each and every one of you, like truly, and for this community. No, I'm not. She's feeling stressed. No, She's I get all I get you. all lovey and grateful either when I'm stressed or when I just feel really like content and happy in the moment and right now I do like the candles burning the sun is setting so like the lights are dim I have a blanket wrapped around me I feel cozy and I feel grateful for all of you so thank you but it's no longer and we would love it if you followed the show wherever you listen on Spotify on Apple you could also leave a rating or a review we appreciate that so much on Spotify it's as easy as a tap on Apple it's it's as easy as a tap and you write a few words Mm. And what would also be really fun is if you followed us on Instagram. Because I know there's, I know, I know there's so many listeners. Oh, I know there are so many of you listening. I know there's so many. You. So here's the thing, and I realize sometimes we don't say like we post little like. I don't know. Post your life. You get a visual. We get a visual. Do you not want a visual? We post so consistently on Instagram. Like I would like Instagram is is my main thing, and I want every single one of you guys to be there with me as well. You gotta. You gotta. Hang out with me over there, you gotta please. Be if there. you're hanging out here, go hang out over there. Adding Catherine Kinead, at Caroline Kinead, at Girls with Girls Pod. Because I'm not gonna lie, like all linked. We respond to every comment. We respond to probably every DM unless Are you wearing unless we happen to right miss now? them. Yes, I am. I just look down. But like, it's not like it's not like a co- it's not like a thing where like you're just gonna follow us. It's like no, like you're joining our community and like. I want to talk to you and I want to hang out with you because like mm-hmm. I said, I'm grateful for you. Anyways, at Caroline Kinnean and Catherine Kinnean at Girls With Goals Pod on Instagram and on TikTok and we will see you next Monday. Bye. Bye. Bye.